Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000. When a vampire show sucks, that's just for matching content. Have a nice flight. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my vampire hunter, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Subtly trying to hide the burp I was doing while you were talking. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. But I did it. You didn't know it was happening until I did it. Yeah, well, then you shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have. No. But, you know, there You're was... You're terrible a, at keeping secrets. There was a part of me that was like, is this Mike going to pick this up? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you and I, you and I are very fortunate people. Okay. Because we... We're the only two people mm-hmm. to experience the Rockford Files. <laughs> no, I'm going to put this out there. I thought it was fine. Let's do a quick summation well, of the Rockford Files. Well, we actually did do the episode. We recorded the whole thing. But the Mac decided it wanted an update and so destroyed that file. It was just like, it was unfortunately unlistenable. Yeah, like, we couldn't it was, fix there it. Was there was nothing we could fix. There was like weird bits where di- um, dialogue. I say that like we like write these. <laughs> like there's bits of where we were speaking that were cut mm-hmm. off. Yeah. There was a con- there was like, it would repeat phrases, mm-hmm. which if it was just the re- repetition. Right, probably, we could cut that. But It would have been a pain in the butt, but I could have yeah. probably fixed it. But it was just, there were so many issues, mm-hmm. it was just like, we can't we do can't, We can't do it. So. So, quick summation, we watched The Rockford Files last week. We're not going to really be talking about it this week, because we already did that in an episode. But quick summation of that is, it was fine. It was fine. It was um, first time period. We we all... I actually kind of liked Rockford a bit. We liked James Garner's yeah. Rockford. Um, it, it, the story was silly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My Our favorite part, there was a nice long run we did about him. <laughs> a, 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 a bar he frequents so much that he had a usual drink. But it oh was like yeah, a the weird circus bar. Oh my god, <laughs> that thing was nuts. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, let's skip all that. We, we did that. The, the, our our only big complaint was at the very very end of the episode. There was a weird bit of homophobia. Yeah, yes, and then, that's and then right. it occurred to us that the the villain, the is supposed to be gay too. Is supposed to be gay. So it wasn't yeah. even just like like homophobia. It was like direct homophobia. Yeah, it, so was, it was pretty. That pretty kind of nasty. soured us a bit. Yeah. But Ultimately, if you like shows, um, it was pretty good. Like in that, like murder she wrote, Columbo kind yeah. of. It was kind of. It was decent. It was watchable. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave it a seven. Yeah, I think you actually did yeah. give it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then what else did we talk about last week? We talked a little. Well, bit- we talked about my witch's garden, which yes. I've got going, and it's doing very well. Very well. Uh, we talked about all of our hiking trails that we discovered all around our, uh, our, neighborhood, our neighborhood. Yeah. Which is impressive. I love it. Yeah. We talked about how our AC is broke, and you're gonna fix it because the repair guys uh, were telling us. It'll be $14,000 to replace it. Yeah, and just so you know, they wanted $14,000. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix it for under three. Yeah, $300, $300. not $3,000. $300. In fact, it would be fixed now, except for I'm waiting on a part. Yeah, because apparently a 10-year-old unit is ancient, yeah. and parts are extremely hard to come by. Yeah, they're not even expensive. You just have yeah. to, like, it's impossible to get them. It's yeah. It's just crazy. It's ridiculous. But anyway, so that's kind of what we've been so doing. So we'll keep you updated on if Cameron can fix the AC, which I know you can. Exactly. 
I know. I know. I, I know you can. You just installed a brand new ceiling fan for me in my office. Exactly. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> but we are. And you've installed all of my sinks that I've chosen. Mm-hmm. And you installed the garage door opener, I did which do was that. really impressive. Yes. And you do all of these other things within the home. You're such a handyman, and I love it. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. That really, get, that really, that really <laughs> talks me up a lot. Um, well, every woman wants a handyman. Every man wants a handyman. So, Everybody <laughs> wants a handyman. And just a spoiler for next week, we were going to watch Babylon 5 right. for this week. And yeah. we're still going to do it. We're going to do it next week. Okay, yeah. But we, we had something else pop up into the Netflix feed that we were like, you know what? You know us. You know what? <laughs> we like to be chuggy. We like to be on top of what the kids are into. Yeah. So we decided Netflix has a new show called First Kill, and we thought we should watch that. Yes. It is their modern take on Buffy, I want to say. God. It is is based on a YA book. Yeah. About... Which are all based on Buffy. Which are all based on Anne Rice. Which are all based on Dracula. (laughs) There's not, like, an original thought (laughs) going on here. I mean, like, honestly, it's gay vampires. Yeah. But, like, when you think about it, Aren't all vampires kind I've gay? always assumed all vampires were gay. They are gay. Because you're so old. Aren't you bored with everything? Yeah. I, like, in this case, you know, she doesn't choose to be gay. She just is gay. Well, yeah. But, like, I feel like older vampires would start choosing to be gay because they're just so fucking bored. Well, I don't know about choosing, but I mean, like, yeah, I think... Because, like, straight sex only goes so far. If you're, like, 800 years old, you've got to be bored out of your goddamn mind. Well, there you go. (laughs) That's what I'm saying, you know. Eventually, you you, you choose it. But I think... But, like, for most, they're born. You know, obviously. I I think the only hetero vampire story is probably Twilight. (laughs) That's aggressively hetero. But I think... think, um, I think almost every vampire story is gay. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's more interesting that way. And why wouldn't you be? Like, it doesn't make sense to be completely hetero if you're a vampire. It just doesn't make sense. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. So we watched First Kill. But before that, do you want to talk about, like, other things we have watched? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't write any of it down, though. Uh, Well, we watched Miss Marvel. We watched the Oh, that was adorkable. That was that's a great <laughs> adjective for it. I loved it. I, I thought it was adorable. I really did. It's like there was some like parts of the direction that I thought were a bit. Now we had much. during our Rockford Files episode about a fifteen minute stint on Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Oh yeah, we went into how Captain Marvel is a cop, and we don't really. Yeah, like we don't Captain like her anymore. <laughs> I liked her. I liked Carol Danvers when she was Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, we had a whole yeah. conversation. I, I don't. We don't want to. We don't want to get, get into, into it. it. But I did like come. Kamala Khan as uh, Miss Marvel. Marvel. I thought she was adorable. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, what was weird though about Miss Marvel, the show? I I feel like I'm going to be very much. You have you have to distinguish because whenever you say Miss Marvel to me, I immediately think of Carol Danvers. Yeah, I have to disambiguate everything I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But the problem with the weird thing about Miss Marvel, the show, Mm -hmm. is as we were saying last week in the hidden episode that no one ever gets to hear, (laughs) is that Carol Danvers went from a very interesting hero who's... um, Who had some really crazy weird flaws. It was like a form and content kind of thing Mm -hmm. where she was like a very powerful hero, but always kind of 
relegated to second yeah. string and her driving motivation was to be taken seriously. Yes. Kind of, it was a very feminist It take really was. Where it's saying, like, I'm just as good mm-hmm. as the the men, yeah, but exactly. I'm not getting the credit for it. Mm-hmm. That's why as, I loved her. As soon as they graduated her to Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. she became a cop. Yeah, and um, I think we all know how I feel about cops. Exactly. It became a... There's no character drive there. Mm-hmm. Now she's just the most powerful per cop. Yeah, yeah like don't. <laughs> it, she's uninteresting. Yeah, it, she's completely boring. It took, she's so overpowered. She's useless. It took a, away everything that was kind of interesting yes. about that character mm-hmm. and just made her kind of this bland hero. Yeah. What's the problem with Miss Marvel the TV show, or what I find weird about it? Okay. Is it's impossible not to see, in my opinion, to see mm-hmm. Captain Marvel as a cop. Right. And to see this young teenage girl idolizing yeah. a cop. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> is weird. I did love how they um, gave her powers, like a, the Pakistani descent on it. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I thought, oh, that's a fun take. See, yeah, see, in the comics, this was, uh, was something where she was an inhuman. It was mm-hmm. all a thing. Okay. It, it's a, you know. Where... I don't know anything about the comics for Kamala Khan. Right. Nothing. There was a whole Terrigen Mist thing. I refused to read it because I was angry about Carol Danvers, so I refused to read right. anything having to do with her. You should, you should <laughs> read it, though. It's really good. It's really good stuff. Right. But um, the uh, the show makes it more from her own heritage. So it's almost yeah. like she's getting her power from her... From her culture, from which, her culture which is really cool. Which is, and is a very Marvel thing. Like, yeah. That's why... Like you and have... I have to say, the food looked so effing good. Yes. I wanted to jump into that show and yeah. just eat everything there. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think ultimately with Ms. Marvel, I liked the actress. Yeah. I, well, I liked all the actors. I thought they did oh, great. Oh, yeah, they did great. I thought the writing was cool. Like, there's mm-hmm. not even really a villain until the mid credit scene. I think and I didn't the villain... even feel like it needed it. No, the villain was herself. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're fighting yourself, especially as a teenage girl. You're t- My God. The whole world is against you if you're a teenage girl. It doesn't matter if there's real villains or not. You think they are. <laughs> My only other villain is the director who decided to do a lot of spinny, dizzying shots. Oh, my God. And, like, there were some points where I was like, I think at one point I turned to you, I'm like, I'm getting nauseous. <laughs> just because it was like, you just settle it down with the camera work. Right, right. But I thought a lot of the stuff was kind of cute yeah. and cool. I, th- I think it did a good job mm-hmm. of making... A YA Marvel TV show. Yes, because I'm finding... Which is important for this week. (laughs) It's important for this show, too, that we watched First Kill because I'm having a hard time relating. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And I think I've... And we'll discuss this later, but quick, quick, fast... Something or other. Something or other. I think I've outgrown YA. Well, here in my thing was... Uh, and th- maybe we'll get into this more later. I think yeah. this is kind of what you're touching upon. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this show is for. It's it's for teenage girls. Is it, though? Who are lesbians. Is it, though? Or for straight girls who I, just are interested in love. We'll get into that more. I think we need to get into that. Okay. Because, like, I get middle grade. Right. Which is, like, you, that's, like, 8 to 12. No, see, I think teenage girls would love this show. But the but the my thing was okay. We'll get into this a little bit. Okay. This show is based on a YA book about two teenagers falling in love. It's just a Romeo and Juliet riff, which we've all seen a million times. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Netflix rated it mature because of lesbians. 
Well, they said it was because of violence, but there's not that much violence. No, I've seen no, no, way... no. I've seen way worse violence in a, in a Pokemon show. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The CG, terrible. Yeah. The violence, laughable. Yes. The only thing that could make this mature... So-called. So-called mm-hmm. is because two girls, girls are kiss. kissing, yeah. And then I'm like, well, you've labeled this as a mm-hmm. mature show, which says to me that's for someone 17 or older. Right. I don't think people 17 or older are going to enjoy this show. Right. You know, it's, it's... I think it's really between the ages of 14 to 16. Right. Like, that's the sweet spot. Because that's where they're trying to figure out who they are as, as women. Exactly. But the show's rating doesn't allow yeah. that age group that to sort watch of exploration it. that sort of curiosity yeah. yeah yeah it's it's so that's what i'm saying like they've put it in an age they basically made it rated r yeah but it, there's no way this appeals mm-hmm. to adults no because by that point you've pretty much figured it out yeah by that point you've already seen this romeo and juliet yeah. riff a million times mm-hmm. and you already know how this is all going to play out yeah so like so well i i don't think a lot of parents are hawkeyes though no, I understand that, too. But I did think it was just messed up that it was mature yeah. for violence. There is very little violence. Very little violence. It's pretty much blood... I wouldn't say bloodless, but because there's a bit of goo. Yeah. There's <laughs> some monster goo in there. Right. But, like, it's not anything no. you haven't seen. No. Like, in fact, it's way less violent than Buffy ever was. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was... It, yeah. It was, like, less than Buffy, but in mm-hmm. that kind of, like... And they vein. say shit once. Does yeah. that put it in the mature zone? It didn't. It, when it said mature, it didn't say anything about language. Well, there you And I think you do get one shit for... Then it's definitely... PG-13. It's definitely either racist or sexist. They don't yeah. like the lesbian sex. They consider that to or be way too adult. Or they don't like the interracial thing. They don't like the interracial thing. Mm-hmm. Or they don't like the fact that black people carry weapons. Yeah, yeah or something like Or something that. like that. That's yeah. got to be what it is in order to make it mature. Yeah. Which is stupid. Which is stupid. Clearly. Which is stupid. Clearly stupid. And, like, just the whole balance of everything they're trying mm-hmm. to do in this show doesn't work. And now mm-hmm. I am, we're going to get into it. Clearly we didn't like it. Well, um, no, I won't say that. You loved it? I give it a five. Right, 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 right. Um, I, I have, think it's I think it's really good for, for teenage girls. Right, okay. I, I think, like, I don't have any problem with any of the acting in it. Yeah. I think it was appropriate for the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't really have, I think pro- this is based on a YA book series, or at least a YA book. Right. I bet those books are great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for what they are, yes. For what they are. Yeah. This is strictly on just, I think, the writing of the show mm-hmm. and the production of the show. I think... They did not do a good job on some things. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, for the, for, do you want? Do you want to give us a show synopsis? Oh for yeah, yeah, kids? definitely. Since we've already talked about him. <laughs> Falling in love is tricky for teens Juliet and Calliope. One's a vampire, the other's a vampire hunter, and both are ready to make their first kill. Yeah. What <laughs> a silly, silly synopsis there. Yeah, it's Why pretty did garbage. Why call her Juliet and not, like, not call Calliope Ramona or something like that? Because maybe that's doing... too much on the nose. The whole thing is on the nose, though. <laughs> the whole thing is so blatant. God, it's so heavy-handed. Oh, my God, what was it we were just watching? Oh, the newest Dumbledore movie. 
Oh, God. Oh, my God. That was so heavy-handed. It's a lot like this. Yeah, I mean, like... It's like there's no symbolism anywhere. No. It's just like, here's here's what's happening. Well, let's <laughs> talk about the theme song to the show. Oh, my God. They even mention Edward and Bella. In the show. I had in, to, in, the, in the show song. I had to look it up. Uh, now, that show, that song was not written for the show. That's actually an older song by an uh, artist named Stephanie Maybe. And mm-hmm. it's called the Zombie Song, which is a very weird title for. Well, a vampire they said they show. don't want to eat your brain. She just wants to take your heart. No. <laughs> I, I read the lyrics, guys. Oh, I, oh, I have the lyrics oh, you too. Have... <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the show starts off with the lyrics: "Our love story could be kind of gory, far from boring. Mm-hmm. We'd meet at a post-apocalypse. Yeah, I'd be slowly walking in a group, stalking you." You'd be the only man alive that I could not resist. Not a lot of rhyming going on there. Nope. Kind of <laughs> um, weird. Kind of weird that it's about a woman and a man. Yeah. So maybe we yeah. could have gotten like... Because there's a song in the show when yeah. they kiss for the first time about going down on a girl's girlfriend. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like, I went down on your girlfriend on your cow... Oh, no. I perform cunnilingus. Yes, I perform cunnilingus on your girlfriend. <laughs> that was great. And it was, it was so great. Funny like, that was great. The the the, the subtitles because I was watching yeah. everything with closed captioning. Like the the two actresses are now kissing and it, it popped up. And it like, popped up. We were like, whoa! Like, like dialogue, and we were like, wow, okay. <laughs> well, we know what's happening here. Yeah. So this was um, because this was a last minute addition to. Uh, everything and just because I've been busy this week mm-hmm. I don't have a lot in the, I, I can tell you this is st- this show stars Sarah Catherine Hook as Juliet okay and Amani Lewis as Calliope cool I do not know what else they have been in right uh, I didn't have a chance to look at it. they're young actresses though. Yeah. I don't think they have an extensive IMDB resume right like, this right this feels right. like a very much a first time first time yeah or, or very close to it yeah. this was released just like days ago as we record this uh june 10th 2022 as it was by harry styles was the number one song and top gun maverick is the number one movie i'm sick of people talking about that movie i'm not gonna watch it oh you're not gonna i have flat out refused because miles teller is in it blumpy who blumpy who oh you know him if you saw him oh that annoying white kid Yes, the annoying white kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Wait, Blumpy, isn't he so-called sexy in YA shows? Yes. He, and I'm always like, ew. Yeah, he was in, like, the Divergent movies. Yeah, okay, now I know who you're talking about. He's in Whiplash. Well, I don't want to watch it then. I don't yeah. like looking at Blumpy. I yeah. feel like the need to punch him whenever I see him. And, like, and everything I hear about him is he's, like, a douchebag in real life. Well, so no wonder I want to punch him. So it really feels to me like he's got. He's not sending m- out those vibes of, hey, I am going. punchable. <laughs> not much going on. Okay. Again, uh, because this was such a last minute edition and because of just life, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have time to come up with any kind of fact. Oh, man, our facts were so good last week for Rockford Files. Too. I know. They were excellent. It was like. Uh, the first. Uh, Lino de- or Vino? Vin- Vido. Vido. That was it. It was Vido. the first private detective. We had excellent facts. His life was just like a full <sighs> of twists and turns. It was crazy. I am so sorry. Clearly, sl- let's just stop with the facts <laughs> since those episodes seem to crash and burn. <laughs> That was a lot of work I went into. Exactly. You know, I'm very, I'm very.
very disappointed in the Rockford. Trust me. Like so angry about that. <laughs> but um, because I didn't have time to get like, actual facts, we're gonna do a uh, uh, a quiz. You know it. Asking <laughs> us which horror movie monster are we? Oh. This is on play. Find out which monster is hiding deep inside. Ooh. Oh, that's what it says. Pick okay, a let's favorite start. color. Uh, on, I'm not I gonna read to... all these. Uh, this is gonna be one of those ones that has like a 90 options, so we're not gonna read everything. There's nine questions total. So, um, what's my favorite color? That's really gonna tell you what monster I am. I, I'm green. If anyone's interested. <laughs> Are you a male or female? How about neither? How about both? How How about whatever? I don't identify. Uh, I, I I am a man. I guess I'll go woman. <laughs> Pick a weapon. A chainsaw. Your hands, whatever's close, axe, hook, knife, Freddy's glove. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, uh, <you're laughs> do you drink blood? Yes or no? Do you have fangs uh, or a machete? I'm gonna go with a knife. I really like having knives, well, but I'm also really good with my hands. Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. I think it depends on whether I'm killing. Premeditatively. If I'm killing premeditatively, I'm going I, with my dagger. Or if I'm just going at it because I'm a psycho. So. Well, then I, that's whatever's close. That's whatever's close. So I'm going with whatever's close. Uh, I'm I'm torn between my hands and a knife, because I can do with both. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go knife. I'm gonna go knife. Go knife. Then gonna you get a really feel squelch. In yeah, there. I want to hear a squelch as oh, I keep God. stabbing. You gotta keep stabbing. <laughs> oh my God. You can't just stab once. You gotta put it in there like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> you stab once, then you step back, and then you say something cool. No, no. As you're rushing them, you keep stabbing them in the gut. Okay. Okay. I don't know how th- theatric you're. You know that'd be very theatric, actually. <laughs> All right. All right. Keep pulling it in and out, in and out. Okay. <laughs> uh, pick a pick a nice. Kill area. Is a this nice a place where I'm comfortable kill. with or home? Duh. No. no, that's where dead bodies are. That's where all the evidence is. You can't kill it in your home. This is like that vampire quiz we did before that was like, like do you live in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to kill people where on jogging trails? <laughs> all right. Um, a cellar. Mm, I do like killing people in a cellar in a Skyrim. Not an abandoned building, but an abandoned building. An abandoned building? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have have the past tense on there. It's a building that's just... Reckless abandoned. Reckless abandoned. (laughs) Uh, The countryside. Uh, Dreams? (laughs) Hell? School or forest? A nice kill area. I want somewhere... A nice kill area would probably be dreams. You would never get caught in there. All right, Freddy. Yeah, well, but no, you can't you get can't, caught can't, there. You can't leave evidence in a dream. No, you can't, but I probably... You can be sloppy in a dream. Yeah, I probably can't do my murder knife. You can do whatever you want in your dreams. Uh, but it might be boring. Might if you be have boring. the power to do anything yeah. and you just stab someone. Yeah, but that's fun. <laughs> squelch it. <laughs> that's squelching sounding. Um... If it's if it's a nice place somewhere where I'm comfortable, uh, I would say a forest would be picturesque. Yeah, that would be nice, especially if you're bringing your victim. I, there. Well, you'd have to bring them. I'm not waiting. And then for you'd them. have to bury them. So make sure you bring a shovel. A shovel. So maybe I just kill them with a shovel. And a bunch of lime. Bring shovel and a lime. So dig dig your hole, cover them with lime, lime. then bury them, and right. then you don't have dogs pulling up body parts. They're, you don't want those dogs. Those dogs will knock you out every dogs time. Dogs knock you out every time. But I'm going forest. Yeah, me too. Pick an animal. Human, why not? 
a gorilla, a tiger slash lion. I have something to say about them. Uh, shark. How about a liger? <laughs> Tigers and lions can't stop fucking. <laughs> um, a bear or a wolf? Well, I pretty much know yours. Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. Do you? Just click wolf. <laughs> uh, what? Which one are you picking? Um, well, I'm not picking human. Why not? Uh, I'm going to pick a shark because sharks are cool. All right. Whatever. You are Jaws. Pick a job, McDonald's. <laughs> Smiley winky face. Smiley this paid winky for face? by Ronald the McDonald. I think so because they have a picture of Ronald, Ronald McDonald Mc- with a child who is. looks like me. Whenever I go into McDonald's, every time screaming, I go, red faced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pick a job. Nope. <laughs> a, a butcher, a DMV assistant. Uh, oh my god. An assistant? No, you know what? That's actually a great job. You get everybody's personal information. <gasps> But nobody suspects the DMV. Nobody ever suspects the DMV. Right? That's a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, A realtor? Uh, That's good if you're going to kill people in houses. Well, no, Mm. because he just traces it to you. It's like, where's Cameron? Oh, he was at that house. Yeah. Oh, that's where all the murders. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Outdoors salesman? I'm selling you some outdoors. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a clump of dirt, $5. (laughs) Just I can get the same clump at the Dollar Tree for a dollar twenty-five. The devil's right hand. Oh please. <laughs> or a chef. Hmm. Chef's a good one because you can cook people up and serve them like uh, Sweeney Todd. Ooh yes, or like fried green tomatoes. Yes. Yes. Classic horror film, fried green tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is pretty scary. Yeah. All the shit that happens in that movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going DMV assistant. Yeah, that's that's the that's the good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, pick a job. Mm. Um, I think. I mean, I think you're right. I think. Well, if I'm gonna kill people in the forest, let's go with outdoor salesmen. We'll, okay, we'll keep with that. Yeah, because maybe you sell camping supplies. Yeah, I can, it, and be like, hey, this tent is great, and it works well over there in my kill area. I mean, <laughs> over there. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the holes of dead bodies in the lime smell. Here's the scariest picture we've ever seen. Oh, God. Justin Bieber. It's like a 15-year-old Justin Bieber throwing up his tiny guns. What, how much does he weigh here? Like 120? <laughs> 120 of a, <laughs> a pound. Uh, who would you kill? Remember, kids, this is a joke. Okay. Okay, this... this, this, this Playbuzz wants to make sure we're not actually murdering people, which I think is a very responsible... <laughs> Tag. Who would you kill? Miley Cyrus? No, I'm not killing. Not worth my time. Well, I'm a mur- I'm a killer. Yeah. I got. I already someone. have my burial grounds. Uh, everyone. Kanye West. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oprah. What's she doing on here? Chris Brown. A Kardashian. You pick everyone. I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. I'm not killing Oprah. <laughs> but I would kill everyone else on that list. So everyone. But not Oprah. Well, uh, well, I'll kill Can't, Oprah. Is there one that says everyone but no, not Oprah? I'll kill Oprah last. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you nice? Okay, I'm going everyone. Pick a number. Six, I refuse. Five, <laughs> 31, 13, 8, 1. 31. I refuse. <laughs> you can't pin me down, playboy. <laughs> last but not least, pick a favorite. Uh, we all know it's autumn. Uh, autumn. A million times. All right, calculating results. I remember Playbuzz likes to do that thing where it scrolls way down and you think it doesn't work, and then it calculates results for about 10 minutes. So we might as well settle in. I know who I got. Oh, you already got it? 
Okay, who'd you get? Okay, I got, I got, I got mine. Wait, mine scrolled down yeah. to Katniss Everdeen, and I'm like, yeah, mine too. I was like, <laughs> I, was like really? I was like, wait a second, I'm Katniss Everdeen. She's a movie monster. <laughs> she's a woman. She's, she's a, a woman, like, and she's, she's a, a killer. And she's a monster. Mm. All right. Um, All right. Oh, now it's the good dinosaurs. Scroll down again. Okay, I got it. Who's okay. yours? I got Jason Voorhees. I got Jason Voorhees. We're a couple of Jason Voorhees that what? do it in the woods. Does it give us any information? No. It just says Jason Voorhees, and if we scroll down, it's just mocking Jay. Oh. Well, that's, well, that's stupid. Oh, you, how do you? How do I know I'm Jason Voorhees? Explain to me why I'm Jason Voorhees. This please. was a shitty quiz. This is the worst quiz we've ever done. God, play buzz. Ugh. Didn't they have the like racist uh, gods quiz too? <laughs> <laughs> they did have the they racist did. Okay. gods quiz. Okay. Look, we didn't have time to vet these things. <laughs> I can't vet a quiz because it's got to be spur of the moment. I didn't know Jason Voorhees was a DMV assistant. I know. Like, explain to me how you got it. You have to explain now, your Now, what, what movies are, is Jason in? Friday the 13th. Now, he's the dream killer? No, that would be Freddy. You should watch Friday the 13th. We They're own all the, the same to we me. We own all the Friday the 13th. Like, the first but he one, walks around with a machete. Not in the first one. Does he use a knife? Not in the first one. You should what's watch he, the movie. What does he use? Oh my God, guys! Aaron's never seen Friday the Thirteenth. I could make her watch it, and she would not know what's happening. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> because it's, the first one is legitimately a good movie. All right, fine. We'll watch it um, instead of uh, the thing. For October. Oh, oh, good. How about that? Look forward to that, guys. Yeah. We're going to do Friday the 13th for Aaron. Yeah. I've never seen it before. No, I don't know what it's seen, about. Ne- you don't know anything about no. I mean, you know Jason, but you don't know. I really. recognize him. He's got the hockey mask, right? Let's watch it. Yeah. Okay. So, let's talk then right now about First Kill. Yeah. I keep wanting to call it First Kiss, but that's not what That's the about. title of the first show. First show. And, and you notice we didn't do an episode synopsis. That's because IMDb did not have an episode synopsis. Episode them. synopsis was pretty much the same as the show synopsis. Pretty much. It's one of those shows, by the way, that mm-hmm. has two characters, and halfway through, we see you, the same you day switch from the, the different other per, uh, perspective. Yeah. And then you end up in the same spot at the end. Yeah. Okay. Of them gutting each other. Basically, this is the story of Juliet and Calliope. Juliet is a vampire mm-hmm. whose powers are indefinable. See, yeah. <laughs> right off the right off the rip. Well, like I get her heightened senses. I learned that from Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, YA novels really like their heightened senses, like Wolverine, like Wolverine and stuff. So I get that, but like. She walks out in the daytime for sure, mm-hmm. except she can wear sunglasses, and that keeps her from having migraines or something. or something like that. But silver burns, and she grabs something silver, and you pointed out she's like, <laughs> "Did she grab it with the palm of her hand?" Yeah, because the, the burn was on the palm of and her hand. There was hand. nothing like on her fingers. Nothing was on her fingers actually... where you would actually pick something up. You don't pick something up with the palm of your hand. <laughs> this is what you we're pick stuff with. up with your fingers, this is what and we're... then you palm it. This is what we're dealing with. This show, they don't even know how you pick things up. Like I don't know how <laughs> fingers work. Phalanges. Phalanges. <laughs> yes. Like so. Um, I guess my problem And I really is, want to get into her murder drawer. Her murder drawer? Eleanor's murder drawer. I'm not sure if you saw this or not. I probably did not. Because this is... Because it looked like she was going to pick up a lipstick shade for a... 
Juliet. Juliet. Yes, forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo uh, and Juliet. That's all but she know. pulled out a murder drawer and she had licenses of all the people she's killed. Oh. There was like 20, 30 there. Wow. And I'm like, she's relatively youngish. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we got to get into this. Are we going to talk about Savannah? Yeah, we're we're talking about Savannah. We're talking okay, about the Savannah so of it all so right like now? this one vampire Eleanor has killed twenty or thirty people in the span of maybe four or five years, and no flags have been raised. Not to, but her parents too are. You have to pretend yeah. are killing twenty to thirty people each. each. And the, from what it sounds like, is they have to eat every night. Yeah. So we're talking upwards of 365 would, yes. victims a year in Savannah, which is now not hold that on, large now hold city. on, now hold on. If there's 20 or 30 people, maybe one kill lasts a month. Like they're like lions. Yeah. So maybe one kill lasts a month. Right. For them. But I gotta talk about the lions of it all. The, yeah, but like. It, <sighs> A murder drawer, missing licenses. Yeah. This doesn't ring any bells when, for detectives being like, hey, nothing was stolen except for their fucking license. I'm not trying to. As like a trophy kill. As you know, at, as you know, uh-huh. I have been watching a lot of true crime oh, stuff God. On, on Netflix. I am well aware of this. And in real life, in like somewhere like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. where there's millions of yeah, people, yeah. when there are like five or six murders mm-hmm. that happen over the span of they like can link five months. Yeah. Or something like it. They're like, we have a serial killer. Yes, exactly. We're talking about the most successful serial killing family in the world. Yes. In a modestly sized town. Yeah, Savannah's not that large. It is a city. Yeah. And it is very nice. But like I'm saying, you're killing 20 to 30 people per family member. Yeah. So, okay, that's going to be four once Juliet hits her stride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's four times 30. Uh, 120. That's 120 people in the past two years. 120 people just disappear just or disappear or are desanguinated in Savannah. Yeah. So, because so, there's no way. And remember, Eleanor's <laughs> first kill was this beautiful jock. Yeah. Who's white and affluent. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot hide that. And you cannot hide a vampire kill mm-hmm. as like natural causes. <laughs> or, or like it, it is. 100% percent going to look ritualistic. Yes. Because you're going to have two pricks <laughs> yeah. the, and, the, and the detective's going to go there and say, dear God. And someone's going to be like, you know, somebody's, like a vampire. Yeah, you know, somebody's going to be like, this is a vampire wannabe serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Right? we got to find these vampire wannabes. Yeah. I'm not saying they think they're actual vampires. No, the wannabes who they're, think they're vampires. They're going to be like, somebody's you know? been watching too much Twilight. Yeah, you know, yeah exactly. Like and By the way, this family doesn't kill deer. Not like no, the Collins. No, and this family isn't, no. as far as we know, I mean, like, I feel like... Like this, I said, murder drawers. Well, well, and this is where a, a lot of, like, I think, like, some of this might get explained mm. later in the series, but a lot of this information I need now. Yes. Do they kill? No, they don't kill, like, murderers or rapists no, or whatever. No, they she don't. just killed some jock. Yeah, she kills, you kill your, your favorite person first. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Okay, and then here, here's the lion of it all. Okay. We're just jumping into this show. Yeah. Okay. It's the best way. <laughs> Get your feet wet. Just jump right on in. Yeah, take the plunge <laughs> into your gay vampire uh, media. <laughs> Juliet's problem mm-hmm. is, uh, and this goes into other things I want to talk about, but, like, her problem is she's just turned 15, I think. 
No, you're, 16. Well, we don't know. But her mother says your birthday was They don't was mind like... if you make out if you're 16. If you're under 16, then there's a problem with you making out. Right. Okay, fine. Uh, but, yeah, oh, you mean like Netflix? The yeah. The powers that be at yeah. Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, no, like her, her mother has a throwaway line at one point that says, your birthday was a few weeks ago. Right. You need to murder now. Yeah, you need to murder now. Right? Yeah. And, and so, like, there's definitely like a, a puberty allegory going on here. Yeah. Like, kind of like turning red right (laughs) (laughs) again and that led me to who's the show for right right because i'm like if you're already an adult adult Mm -hmm. supposedly able to watch this as a 17 to 20 year old right like do i really want to watch this show this puberty allegory right you know uh but anyway the uh it's sort of like you gotta kill someone Mm -hmm. this is important and she's like, I don't want to kill anyone, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they're like, no, nope, you got to do it. Go do it. And I'm like, even fucking lions show their young how to kill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just are like, right. you are sloppy. You don't want to do it, but you got to do it on your own. All of these parents are psychopaths. Psycho- the vampire parents are psychopaths for not helping their kid yes. get food. Yeah. The vampire hunters are psychopaths because they force their kids at a young age to kill these things. At 12 years old, as young as 12 years old, they're like, good job, son, for shooting its heart out. Time to murder. Let's murder. Let's kill so murder. So like, both parents of these just vampires and sociopaths. vampire hunters, yeah, they're just raising sociopaths. <laughs> creating them. Yes. It's nuts. But yeah, so Juliet... Is a vampire. She's just turned age, <laughs> and that she now needs to kill, or else she's gonna start bleeding out of her eyes or something like that. Like, it's a side effect. You can't control your bloodlust, so your eyes explode. And, and up until this point, she's been <laughs> taking, taking blood, blood capsules yeah. to kind of keep the urge down. How do you feel about breeding vampires? I don't think I don't think breed. See another problem with this show. Even Twilight mm-hmm. gave you the new rules of vampires. Right. Like they took the time to be like, we're not like yeah Bella Lugosi. We're like this, and like mm-hmm. the reason we can't go on the sun isn't because it kills us. It's because it's, we sparkle. Yeah. You know. And whether you like that or not, at least there were rules. There were rules, and they mm-hmm. told your audience this is what's right. Up. So this I didn't sh- find any rules here, and I didn't realize vampires could reproduce. Right. They're undead. How does a yeah. dead thing have sex? Yeah. You well, know? I mean, we know how they have sex, but how does... Well, with a penis and a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> or vagina or, and or vagina, vagina. Or, or penis, penis and penis. penis. Whatever. Or whatever. Or butt plugs. Who what, knows? Right. Whatever you're into. Yeah, whatever. But like... <laughs> you know how... If there's one thing this podcast knows is how sex works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can say... I get it. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> but but with vampires, it's not the sex that's the problem. It's the actual deadness. womb, the uterus. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. How yeah. is that still functioning as a creative life force? Yeah, and, and like yeah, and see that was my problem with it. I'm like, okay, so we're going, we're throwing out all the rules that yeah. you know about vampires that, mm-hmm. or commonly know about vampires right. even like uncommonly known like twilight like i mean like we're we're doing our own thing here mm-hmm. but we're never going to take a second to explain right. why it's different i'm like well at this point you guys don't even seem like vampires you just seem like psychos like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. you could just be a family of cannibals yeah i i, I you're I, already rich white people yeah dude i'm already side-eyeing you yeah <laughs> and that was the other thing that we talked about uh, during the show is like 
not only are they wealthy, yeah. the vampire, vampire hunters are wealthy. And yeah. you were like, are they stealing from the vampires? Like, yeah. How are they? Because they're it? not hired. And they move every few years because clearly they're going around killing people. They're killing rich, affluent <laughs> vampires. Yes. So it's like. <laughs> I mean, like. Okay. Okay. So. So. Yeah, and they're doing this outside of the law, too. Yes. They're not sanctioned. No. It's not like the mayor of Savannah went up to these people and like, you are Hey, we got to- a vampire problem. We got a vampire <laughs> and ghouls. And ghouls. And we need you guys. And, it, and I think I saw a werewolf once. Yeah, I think there's a werewolf. I think there are, they are not so much vampire hunters as monster hunters. Monster hunters, hunters, we should say. Yes. But like, they, they, there's never a scene where they've shaken the hand of the mayor of Savannah (laughs) and said, thanks for coming here to clean up this problem. Feel free to go out to our cemeteries and machete dead people. Exactly. Like, there's never any, they're doing this outside of the law. Yeah. So, like, not only do you have the upwards of 100 murders (laughs) per year. Right. <laughs> in Savannah. You also have this other group mm-hmm. that's just like murdering rich people <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in the South. Right. Rich white people in the South. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, and okay, and that was like one thing I, I did want to get into. Okay. And that was um, like just the allegory of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there is a reason why. This was written, and I think in the book this might actually be. It probably is. I think the book, books usually explain things better. I think the book would be better because I yeah. think what the show is kind of missing mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. is the allegory of an interracial gay couple right. in the South. Yeah. Yeah. And it never really touches on that. No. They, they're, they're hoping that the whole vampire hunter versus vampire well, it felt... will carry the metaphor. Right. But I think they actually needed to hit that a little I don't harder. know. It felt nice not having racism in a show. Right. Like, like everybody was equal other than, oh, you're a vampire, you're a vampire hunter. Right. You know I, what I'm saying? I feel like they were trying I to... I thought that was really nice. See, I feel like they were trying to pull like a Shit's Creek. Right. Where, it, it, you know, it... It's just accepted. It yeah. just is. It, it just and that's is. great. And yeah. that's the utopian world we all want to live yeah. in. However, I think if you're going to set this up like mm-hmm. this, I think it should be commented upon. Okay. Like, otherwise, I don't understand. It just seems weirdly, like, uncommented upon. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that's good or bad or what. It, it felt incomplete to me. Okay. The metaphor. Right. I mean, I, I like if you're you... supposed to help people through their their curiosity and and through their development, right? Or like you you're, you're going to want to show all of the downsides that come with these things. Yeah, you know, like people's hatred and prejudices, it, 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 and prejudice biases, and bigotry, and, and everything like that. Right. Like I think it would have been more interesting to show some of that. Right. It, but they don't. They just ignore it. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if that. Like you say, it works for you. I, I don't know if it works for me. Well, because it's it, nice to get away from that shit every now and then. And especially in a fantasy world where there's vampires and stuff, you can be like, hey, this stuff doesn't exist. I, I guess racism my, and, and homophobia, it doesn't it doesn't exist here. I get I get that. You want the escapism of yeah. like, I can just tell a story and it and, and skin color and all that right. doesn't matter. However, when I think the story is trying to make a, a direct comparison between right. the two things. Okay. Like like the uh, like, I feel like ultimately they're mm-hmm. like, hey, what if we just took the whole vampire thing out of this and we just had an interracial gay couple in the South? Right. You know, 
we're almost saying like it would be the same thing because of people's closed mindedness. Like yeah. you're making that comparison, mm-hmm. like it feels deliberate, uh-huh. then it should be commented upon. Otherwise you're otherwise okay. it makes it look like everything in the South would be fine with this. There's right. the South is great with this. You know, yeah. and I, clearly that's not the case. Clearly. So I, I, I feel like it I and I don't know that this show has the ability (laughs) to make that that's a very tricky subject well I think that's why they're not commenting upon it I think that's why they're using the metaphor the vampire and the vampire hunter right right yeah I think so but I it's just a it's just a not a great correlation for it doesn't really correlate the way that they think it's kind of like how people have said that like um the racial metaphor of X-Men doesn't really work okay. because ultimately you have, especially when you're talking about when the X-Men first exi- uh, were developed, it was four wealthy white kids. Right. And the, and people tried to put this whole, like, civil rights, mm. uh, black and white, african mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Martin Luther King. Right. Uh, Malcolm X thing. It's just, it's inadequate okay. to comment on that stuff when you have, white kids right uh, um so and it works better as a actual um disability metaphor but that's an, that's another story i just i, <laughs> I, I feel like that's a, the it, we're just, going off on tangents that need further exploration yeah, exploration i'm trying to reel myself in because it's like if i go we could go forever yes. in this other direction yes. i'm going to try to let's uh, let's let's keep our focus here let's just say i felt it was inadequate okay and leave it at that okay <laughs> okay Juliet's a weird character. Uh, I don't think she's a particularly interesting character. <laughs> um, it, it was weird because she has her sister, right? Right, and Eleanor. Like, Eleanor. And in her voiceover, she's talking about how she wants to be like her sister. Yeah, but she doesn't do anything to be like her sister. She says, essentially, she's like, I aspire to be this person. Mm-hmm. I will do nothing to be like that person. Yeah, exactly. It's weird because, you know, I grew up with sisters. Yeah. And I wanted to be like my older sisters. I just yeah. thought they were just so cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, you hit like 15 or 16 and you're like, wow, no, they're fucking losers. But like before then, you're doing everything you can to copy them. You copy their hair. You copy their makeup. You copy their clothing. You even take their makeup. You take their clothing. Right, I want to be this. <laughs> yeah. You, you make effort. It doesn't even have to be a familial thing. No. Like, if you, like, when I was a kid, it was when I really got into, like, the Beatles. Right. And I, I hero-worshipped John Lennon. Mm-hmm. And, like, I actually tried to, like, be kind of like John right. Lennon. Like, yeah. like, like, I, like there's just certain things that I knew about him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to bring out those parts of my personality right. that would be more like John mm-hmm. Lennon because that's who's my hero. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. But, so she you, does nothing to be nothing. like the person that she says she wants to be like. Yeah, exactly. Does nothing. Doesn't even wear the same types of clothes or hair, like be, hair color. You know, The only thing she does is the lipstick that she tries yeah, stealing. Yes, she tries to steal, steal some lipstick. Right, but like that's... But that's That's nothing. so basic. That's nothing. Like you, you would think you would be like trying and maybe failing yes to dress like your sister mm-hmm. to act like your sister blah 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 yeah and like that's your journey of like self-discovery right. it's like i'm actually not like this person i'm actually this person yeah and i'm comfortable with that blah mm-hmm. blah blah and it's great but like yeah don't give me this crap about like i want to be like this person and yeah. then show them making no effort to be that person. exactly it didn't make any kind of sense there was also the the weird trope 
of like the best friend, her best friend, I didn't catch his name. Ben. Ben is like the most popular kid at school. Right. And she hangs out with him exclusively, but somehow that popularity doesn't really rub off on her. Like yeah. everyone hates her. And she's, again, an affluent, rich white kid. In Savannah. In Savannah. Yeah. Like, it is... Who is, like, best friends with the most popular kid exactly. in school. I'm going to say right now, and in using an incorrect term, it is unpossible for her to be unpopular. Yes. She's... And, she, and we should say... And she's cute. Like, I mean... It's, oh, yeah. And she's very cute, very pretty. Yeah. And she's very nice. Like, it doesn't make any kind of sense... Yeah. That she's not... Str- with, she's, like, struggling... Struggling with this. In, in, like, high school, and everyone thinks she's, like, the biggest dork in the world. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, that doesn't make any... That doesn't make Again, sense. Again, the show was trying to have its cake and eat its too mm-hmm. with this character yeah. saying, like, she's got all the elements to be popular, yeah. but she's just like you and me. You know, it's like... <laughs> and, and, like and again, I didn't understand how, how these shows always make... Well, this show in particular mm-hmm. made everybody rich. Oh yeah. Like I understand in uh, and we're, I guess we're going to bring See, up now, Twilight. See now what a lot, I liked but... about Twilight is that Jacob was poor. Yeah, and it gave them an added dimension. And so it was kind of Bella's family was more like middle, middle class, class. Middle class. Like lower middle class. Yeah. But like yeah, it gave so many different perspectives on things that Edward, it actually kind of gave it a little bit more dimension. Yeah, and Edward was the upper class yeah. boy, which kind of gives you that like Oh, but he's the best looking yeah. wealthy kid yeah. in school. Right. So it puts him out of reach a bit. Yes, exactly. And um, so when she, when she does get with him, there's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I got the most popular guy. <laughs> like, these kids are just filthy freaking rich. Yes. I mean, their pantry. Dude, so when Julia and Calliope <laughs> go in for their seven minutes in heaven, <laughs> they go in there and they start making out all I'm looking at is the pantry they're in. It's huge. The pantry, lousy with maraschino cherries. Oh, my God. I was like, they must stock up at BJ's on (laughs) maraschino cherries. Oh, BJ's is our wholesale place, guys. Yeah, like Costco. It's like Costco Costco and stuff. Yeah. It's not like blowjobs. You're not talking about blowjobs. The old blowjob store. (laughs) The blowjob pantry. (laughs) They practice on the twigs, the stems on the cherries. Yeah, we're seeing seeing in this moment our two characters meet and have their, like, romantic connection. Like, hardcore. And you and I are like, God, that pantry is amazing. That pantry is so nice. Look Look how big that is. Look at all those maraschino cherries. Those are a garnish, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It was huge. I think they even had an island in their pantry. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, man, I was like, wow. I'd like to check out that pantry. Hey, get out of the way, Get girl. out of the way, girls. <laughs> you're, you're making it. Your makeout session is ruining my pantry looking. Um, but yeah, and, the, and the, did we already touch upon this? Like, w- we discussed you and I mm-hmm. as we were watching it. Like, I guess the vampires make their money by looting the 120 people they murder every year. <laughs> yeah, but not if they're looting the teenage boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to kill other rich affluent white people, <laughs> or whatever race they are. She like they killed... have to kill rich affluent people. She like so if you're going after rich affluent people, you will get caught. Yeah, you're gonna get caught. You're gonna get caught. Like, we're, but we were figured like, well, if you're immortal, maybe right. you invest your money and right. blah blah blah. But then we're like, how are the vampire hunters making any money? Yeah. 
Like, yeah. Because they they're not from old money. And like and they're and like we said, they're monster hunters. We yeah. see them fighting ghouls that came out of a, a graveyard. Grave. They're yeah. not getting like no. money from not, No. Our our ghouls are not covered in jewels. <laughs> jewels. You know, these this, aren't, like, these aren't like Egyptian, Egyptian tombs. tombs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we're like, where is this money coming from? Yeah, like yeah. It, it was crazy. Like, and, and and again, you have to look at like <laughs> from Savannah' mm-hmm. perspective. These like wealthy <laughs> families move in. Yeah, murders happen, and then they lots move of out. murders are happening. It's like, what do you? All do these for? rich white people are dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then another thing. So then, so they meet at school. Hmm. And, like, this is another thing. So, well, I guess this is falling into the Romeo and Juliet of it all. Okay. Although Juliet's kind of the Romeo. She has a crush on uh, on Rosalind. Calliope. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has a crush on someone else, the unrequited thing. Right. And then she runs into Calliope, and then that other girl is forgotten. Wait, what? There's, like, one girl that she's, like, in love with that she talks to Ben about. No, she was talking about Calliope. Was she talking about Calliope at that yeah. point? Yeah. I don't think I didn't get that she had a another interest. Oh, I thought she was interested in someone else, and then what? And then she met Calliope. I didn't get that. I guess I missed it. I was too I obsessed was, with the murder drawer. I thought that was their first time meeting each other when she pulled the bee out of her hair. No, that was the first time they talked. Uh, she had been obsessing over her for like months, and Ben was making fun of her for not talking to her. But then she okay, so she's been obsessing over this girl for months or right. whatever. I thought they just moved to town though, Calliope's family. That's why they're getting like warded on their house. Oh yeah. And then she was like, Well, oh, then this- how has she been obsessing over her for such a long time? And then Calliope was like, There's no point in making friends because we're just right. Gonna move and... Oh my God! Oh, even this own thought... show doesn't understand its timeline. See, that's why I thought it was a different. No, girl it was not a different girl. Oh God, I, I thought it was like a, a white girl with like brown hair. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't get that. Okay, okay. To be honest, since I was doing this, I, <laughs> I, because there was a montage, I was like, yeah. what just happened in that montage? Oh, yeah, just yeah. happened. I, I was looking up. I, I may have even been looking up the lyrics to that song. The, yeah, you, you know, probably I, were. I, yeah. You know, I, I was I was looking up other things. Oh, and speaking of the music, it, it was incessant. Incessant. Although they had two good songs. Two in good songs. Well, come on, it's Sade. It's Sade. Like, come on. <laughs> you can't fault her. But, like, there was another one, too, that was new. I've never heard uh, that one before. Yeah. But I'd like to look that up and put that on my playlist. I thought that one was really cool. Yeah, we'll have to look that up for you later. I'm not I'm not sure. But uh, for the most part, they were garbage songs. But, but so, they're in English class. Mm-hmm. And Calliope is reading uh, something, and we're getting a voiceover from Juliet. And mm-hmm. Juliet says... That I feel like if I blink, she will disappear. And I was like, cool, stare like a freak. <laughs> Just don't blink. If she was a like dude. Like a Bill Collins video. If she was a dude, I would be like, oh my God, somebody arrest that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. Stalker territory. Uh, Savannah's not large enough to support a family of vampires. No, no, it's not. Uh, but like, neither is Forks. But then again, they eat deer. And you asked at one point, you're like, why Southern vampires? Why is Southern vampires such a thing? I don't know, because there's a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know. They seem to be everywhere. I mean, like, you got... I guess it's because, like... the vampires in the South. Hollywood started out romanticizing the South uh, with Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. And they've continued it on, which is why people are so gung-ho Confederacy, is it's big, massive propaganda. Yeah, since it's almost... So you can say, fuck Hollywood, because it's their fucking fault. Well, I mean, like, 
fuck just reconstruction period of America. That too. <laughs> like how we didn't exactly uh, punish anyone. No. You know, whatever. We're like, well, I guess you can still have slaves. This is not a Civil War podcast. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh... Yeah, I think because they've been so romanticized that now, since vampires are romanticized, then it's like, oh, the Southern vampire. This right. is the combination of everything romantic. See, this, what makes most... Big plantations, big dresses, lots of money, I mean, there, sex appeal. I mean, there was a point where her, her brother, when they're going mm-hmm. to the cemetery, has a big, like, an expository paragraph yeah. about Savannah, which actually makes some sense. Yeah. Where he talks about all the death in Savannah. Well, and that made sense, too, because, like, several minutes before then, you were like, oh, you can always tell it's Savannah. And I was like, yeah, because you can just see the ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I said that, and then, like, a few minutes later, he goes into how, like, Savannah is full of ghosts and stuff. And I'm like, you can just see it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just like, a- when you go to these, like, old towns, you can just feel that, what I've called the schluck. Yeah, the, sh- the schluck, yeah. Because I don't really know what it is, but it's old. And you can feel people's souls left over. The, the schluck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The schluck of the, the souls. The schluck. Yeah, okay. Like, if you go to, like, old Europe and stuff, it just, yeah, it feels... It feels... Sticky, almost. Yeah, okay. Sticky with life or death. Or yeah, something. it just it just has a certain feel to it. And same with Savannah. Like it does it you don't even have to look at the plantations to know you're there. Sure. The air itself is schlucky. Right. Well and, and to clarify, I ca- I clocked it as Savannah yeah. before it was mentioned as Savannah. Yeah. Then once they mention it as Savannah, they keep mentioning it. Savannah. Yeah, well you <laughs> clocked it when it was a, this nice brick house in the woods, uh, which isn't your typical Savannah look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because you clocked the air, you clocked the shrubbery. Yeah, I was like, oh, this was definitely filmed in this Georgia. This was filmed in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they just go crazy with it. Yeah. But yeah, like he has a whole, her brother, who is a, a vampire mm-hmm. monster killer, he has a whole paragraph about why Savannah, because like, because yeah. uh, the yellow fever outbreak, mm-hmm. because of the Civil War, yeah. because, uh, you know, like, which kind of makes sense in terms of why this right. would attract monsters yeah there's so much death there's so much death there but like i I feel like something like 30 days of night Mm -hmm. makes more sense for vampires because it takes place in alaska where there's limited daylight so you could it's it's like being a werewolf on the moon yeah you you could be a werewolf all the time vampires in space man that's where you belong that's where you belong that's where you belong just hunting around, <laughs> just hunting around, making sure you've got plenty of dilithium to get you through. And so, so in the second half of the show, which I have kind of less notes on, mm-hmm. uh, we we have Calliope's version of the same day. Yeah. That ends with them making out in the maraschino cherry closet. And then they like each gouge each other. Yeah, they both kill each other. Juliet goes with fangs, and Calliope goes with a stake. Right. Cal- uh, Calliope is having the same kind of existential crisis mm-hmm. as uh, Juliet. Juliet. Mm-hmm. In that uh, they're having the same kind of existential crisis. She has to kill a monster. Yeah. But she has not yet. Yeah. So, but she goes because to her... she's not a psychopath who <laughs> learned to kill at the age of ten. Well, and why didn't they teach her? Because she's a girl. But her mother's a vampire killer. No, right? because Calliope actually had this statement that I I really actually related to, and that teenage girls should uh, understand really well. Uh, she said, um, "Teenage girls are protected." For what they consider a teenage girl's weakness, okay, their their kindness, their naivety, their innocence, and their um, empathy. Okay, 
And uh, and so she's like, so I've always been protected. I haven't been able to like right. really come into my own because they consider these things weaknesses. And then by by protecting you or stifling those aspects, yeah. you actually make a kind make of self, someone weaker, a self fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah. What bugged me about the their monster killing in the graveyard is this pissed me off. So they go fight mm-hmm. some ghouls, and she's up in a tree, and she's like. Three rows back, there's a ghoul, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they start fighting, and you and I both go, go for the freaking head. Yeah, they bring machetes, and they're, like, gutting these they're, things. They're going for undead creatures' guts. Guts. I'm like, are you just playing with and them? Then she said, because if they were just toying with them, they're even more psychotic and, than I thought. <laughs> and then she says, in a way that I'm supposed to take as, like, she actually does know what right. she's doing. She's like, go for the head. I'm like... These guys have been supposedly killing monsters for five years. Yeah. They're supposed to be the best in the biz. And you and I, as viewers, are like, yeah. what the f*** are they doing? Go <laughs> for the head. Yeah, exactly. It was, I, I, I hate that, like, it's so condescending of a show yeah. when it does shit like that. It's like, we're all familiar with these kind mm-hmm. of tropes. These are zombies. You go for the head. Yeah. Like, to have, like, these people who are supposedly the expert killers... Just like, gutting them. They're just ripping out intestines. I mean, like, the the show that comes to mind, in turn, and we've mentioned this show quite a bit on our podcast, mm-hmm. is Supernatural. Yeah. The, the Winchester boys always know or figure out yeah. the way to do it. And the way they figure out, like, actually takes... Research? Research. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, like, it would be like if they were going after a vampire. Mm-hmm. And... She's like, use the stake. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, duh. we all know that's the thing you do. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just felt very condescending. And again, led me to, who is a show for? Mm. Like, I don't understand. Because anyone old enough to watch it. I don't know. Maybe this is somebody's first foray into vampires and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you got to lay down ground rules again. Really? Yes. <laughs> really? I don't think you realize how dumb young kids are. Not dumb, but just they don't Ignorant know. Of, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yet we have very young children. Yes. Who? Were yes, all- but they grew up watching monsters. But they also are familiar with things like Darth Vader before we've shown them Darth <laughs> Vader. You know, there's like certain things that kids just pick up. Like, right. I can't imagine you've gotten to age 14 and have never heard of a vampire or how to kill them. That's true. Why zombie. would you be watching this show if you've never heard of vampires? I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you, I'm sure you've watched Gravity Falls or something. Like, right. some cartoon you've watched in your 14 years <laughs> has explained zombies and vampires and werewolves at this point. This is true. Not really anything else I have uh, to say, except for um, her, their plan was to murder each other at a party. Yes. <laughs> Full of witnesses. Full of witnesses. I guess they, they were like, no, our seven stuff. minutes of heaven pantry. Okay, and then they walk out and like covered in blood. Covered, like, I don't, I know, don't what know what happened. <laughs> yeah, their plan is really stupid. And both of them are planning because Calliope yeah. knows that Juliet's a vampire, mm-hmm. so she's already come prepared with a stake. Yeah, she, you know, she's gonna seduce this vampire <laughs> and kill her. Yeah, and like, and then Juliet gets the bloodlust or whatever. Yeah, like like a Vulcan on Pon Far. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Vulcans are terrifying. <laughs> we have been watching Voyager. That was another thing we talked about last week. Oh, and I'm getting myself a Janeway costume because I can wear it to all of the kids' Halloween functions because it's appropriate. It's appropriate and comfortable. And, and comfortable, and I can just put my hair back like hers. It'll be fine. Exactly. I'm going as Janeway every year now for the rest of my life. That's it. Just get one one costume one forever. One costume forever. Um, it's kind of like, uh, but the, but the, these people who plan a, a murder in a party are mm-hmm. also the same type of people who will FaceTime 
with their ex-girlfriend walking down the street. Being like, so talk about your first kill with it on speaker. (laughs) No earbuds. No earbuds. (laughs) Everybody can hear this dialogue. In fact, there's people walking back and forth beside her (laughs) as they're like, so my first kill was this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're just giving away your inform your evidence now. Here, I mean, like, and that ultimately gets into my problem with the show. I would not green light this show. Right. I, I am pissed off that this show is bad. Yeah, I am because too. Because this feels to me like Catwoman when mm-hmm. they made Catwoman a movie with Halle Berry and it failed, and then Hollywood was like, "No more women no more as wi- leads." Oh, clearly it's the fact that it was a woman's lead, not, not the because fact that it was. A bad- Movie. movie and it's kind of like you know when I listen to gay people or whatever uh, speak about um, representation mm-hmm. you want full representation yeah. and because when you have full representation mm-hmm. then you have the opportunity to have better rounded characters yeah you can have a gay character uh, you can have an evil gay person yeah if you have other gay people yeah. who are not evil yeah like, exactly you, but like if you only have one, mm-hmm. then you can't do that because right. it's like you're representing everybody. Yeah. You know, so it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So it sucks for the show. It's like I want the representation mm-hmm. of like a, a straight up gay yeah. vampire show or mm-hmm. whatever or just a gay show in general. Right. But then it's like it sucks, though. It's a bad show. Yeah. They're trying to do too many things. Right. And, and, but they're not doing enough. And so when people don't watch this show, and it's inevitably canceled by yeah. Netflix. They're going to be like, oh, nobody wants to watch Well, lesbians. nobody wanted to watch a, a gay show. Nobody yeah. wanted to watch a show about interracial relationships. Yeah. So we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. We're just going to. I think they set these things up to fail purposely. I think in a way they do. Yeah. yeah. And if it works, then they, they're like, oh, boy, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what some reviews are. Oh, God, I, I don't even want to know. I don't want to hear some asshole incel be like, it's about lesbians. They suck. This person, Alana, says, no, nah, it's not worth it. It's just not watchable. You cannot keep shoving things down our throat. We won't watch. It doesn't look good. Doesn't sound good. Just super cringe. I, I kind of. Yeah. Don't disagree with that. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, it is cringy. Mm. It's, it's cheesy. Right. It's, I don't know, it's, it's full of cliches. I feel like it could have had the makings for something really good, which is why I gave it a five. Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like there should be more to this. Yeah. Give it a little bit more meat and less shallowness, and this would be really good. Yeah, I think there is definitely, and that's why I'm not uh, knocking, and let me, let me get that author. Um, I wrote it. That's why probably the books are really B. good. B.E. Schwab was the author. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I've obviously never read these books, mm-hmm. but I'm not knocking the book. I'm not yeah. knocking the material. I'm not knocking the idea, although mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet's been kind of done, but whatever. <laughs> I get the temptation. Yeah. I get it. The uh, Oh, I like the idea of a vampire and a vampire hunter falling in love with each other. This is this great. is oldest time. You even got that with Anita Blake. Yeah. You know, you've you got all of that. It, yeah. The, and it's or, a great trope. Or again, Buffy. Yeah, exactly. It's a vampire hunter and a vampire. Exactly. Like, it's a great trope. So I get it. Keep with it. But give this some more meat. Because this is um, a homosexual relationship, and it is an interracial relationship. And there's going to be a lot of extra baggage that comes with that. Yeah, so you got to make sure you're coming... You've got to unpack it just right. Yeah, you got to make... You can't just throw that together. Exactly. Uh, Well, this person, Nicholas Bullock, says, Good so far. Here you all go leaving the negative reviews before actually watching the whole series. 
But that's the point of our podcast. We only guy. watch one app, man. It's like it, 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 the Stranger Things of it all, <laughs> if you will. Because I've been watching. I just finished watching the part one of Stranger Things season four, and then they're gonna have a part two that's only two episodes. It makes no sense. <laughs> but like it, it, the show took, it, I think it was like six episodes. Mm-hmm. It took four episodes. Before, like it was okay, <laughs> and the last two episodes are pretty good, right. and it kind of ends on a whimper. But whatever, like a sh- you shouldn't have to watch. You shouldn't have to be like again. I, I'm sorry. I know we've done this 107 times or whatever. You shouldn't have to watch seven hours of a bad thing. Yeah. Before you're like, oh, now I before appreciate it. Before it gets it. good, yeah. That's seven hours of your fucking life. You're yeah. wasting on something bad. Our lives for... are really effing short. Yeah, I. All of our lives are too short and too precious <laughs> to, <laughs> to spend, spend watching... seven hours on something shitty. Yeah, that's it, not even like shitty in a fun way. Yeah. It's just shitty. It's just shitty. But uh, these aren't Roger Corman movies. It says, y'all love leaving bad reviews without even watching the whole thing first. Jesus, y'all are just weird. But this is actually good so far. Well, and this person has clearly not finished the season either. But, I mean, like, that just, that just, uh, that <laughs> annoys the crap out of me. Right. Like, don't tell me. That's, like, a whole day of your life almost. <laughs> yeah. You could. It is a big chunk of you your could day. You could be creating yeah. something. Oh, yeah. You could be spending time with loved ones. Yes. Why am I watching a subpar vampire show? Mm-hmm. Because in episode seven, something It cool finally happens. starts picking up. Yeah. 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 And then if it's episode seven mm-hmm. and this show gets canceled, then that's it. That's it, man. Epi- it ain't getting better. It ain't getting season two, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. So 10 minutes of good mm-hmm. for seven hours of bad, like. Not worth it. Yeah. That, I mean, like, and that was my, uh, that's basically my Stranger Things review, too. Mm-hmm. There was like, I understand Stranger Things as like, it's kind of like a comic book, and I think that's intentional. Yeah. We have, like, three storylines going on. And you're not always going to be, like, invested in the characters in certain storylines. Right. And that's how I felt about... St- there was, like, one storyline that I was actually interested in. <laughs> and the other two were kind of, like, I would check out. Yeah. Some more than others. And then by the end, it got all kind of coalesced a bit. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there was, like, a 10-minute monologue by the bad guy at the very end that tells yeah. you why he was doing everything. And it was, again, one of those things where it's... It was kind of like this show. <laughs> where one... Like, 20 minutes into the show, she's like, and that's my secret. I'm a vampire. And we're like, <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> we get it. Like, in Stranger Things, like, the bad guy's like, and this is why I did it. And we're like, we knew that. <laughs> five episodes ago like wow. seriously you're just telling you're uh, anyway so green light red light for you I red light this I don't think I don't see any I would green light it but with significant changes Is, it okay. needs meat yeah I think it needs to know its audience mm-hmm. I think Netflix needs to not being so puritanical yeah. and giving shows that are clearly geared for like 13 yeah. 14 year olds a mature rating yeah. just because of because they're lesbians because of lesbian kissing yeah or or and there's some gay kissing in there too mm-hmm. like that's ridiculous yeah that's that's absurd that feels like this like don't say gay bullshit yeah like, it's like where, where they want to have, like, those kind of, like, mm-hmm. warning. It's like when they give it a mature warning when someone smokes a cigarette in an old movie Yeah, that's now. so it's ridiculous. Like, like, grow the fuck up. Yeah, seriously. Like, I, I agree with you. I think this show actually is good for its intended 
or might be good. It needs work. fixes. Yeah, it needs big time fixes. It needs a lot of work, but the bones are there for something yeah. really good, and unfortunately, it doesn't deliver. See, and again, going back to Miss Marvel, mm -hmm. I think that did a much better job of hitting its target. Yeah. Uh, a target demographic. Yeah. Like I understand if you're an adult mm -hmm. and you watch Miss Marvel and you're like, this is annoying. Right. I get it. Yeah. It's a kids show. Yeah, it's not for you. It's not. You're not <laughs> who this is. You know, yeah. if you're. A you're not a 16-year-old girl. If you're a 45-year-old neckbeard yeah. who, like, <laughs> who spends all your time arguing about Dax Jetster from Star Wars, <laughs> then, yeah, you, this is probably not for you. Yeah, this was not made for you, dude. You know, like, yeah. guess what? Star Wars wasn't made for you either. But <laughs> No, we, we've it was always before. made for kids. It's, always. Why doesn't this kid movie have more sex in it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... That's our show for today. Um, as far as I know, did you still want to do Babylon 5? Yeah, week? yeah, yeah. I still want to do Babylon 5 and, and give it a DS9 comparison. Yeah, let's give yeah. it a DS9 comparison yeah. because, like, it's been a while since we watched DS9. I will have to say this about Tom Paris from Voyager. He got a little bit better. There was an episode that I was quite impressed with. They did a, this. It was a female writer, which I, I, I noted. Yeah. I think it was Lisa something or other. Right. And basically, the episode was, okay. A Vulcan tries raping Balana. A, a Vulcan tries raping Balana. Right. At which point, he puts part of his rape energy into her. Yeah, and so she's half Klingon, and so that's been she's like. trying to rape Paris. So now, now she's trying to rape Paris. <laughs> And like, <laughs> and then that he's not interested in her. He really wants to have sex with her, but he's like, "You're under the influence right now. I this want, isn't what you actually want. You will regret this, and I couldn't live with." Yeah, myself. and then you'll be angry at me for taking advantage of you in this situation. And I was like, "Wow, yeah, what? It was douchebag McGee." Yeah, and, and then like, then like the next episode, we were like, "Oh, he went back. Oh, he, like something he else did. happened." It was like, "Oh, mm. he went to this planet of women." He's like, "Nice," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." Fuck you, man. And you just raised up a notch or two, and now you're back to douchiness. We're on season three of Voyager at this yeah. point, and it's been a wild season. A wild. It, 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 it's like, like there's really good episodes and really bad episodes. Yeah. Cass and Neelix broke up off screen. Off screen. And the show just breezes past it, and we're like, what just wait what yeah we were like because because you're like well did you watch that one and i was like yeah i did i don't remember them breaking up because i sometimes fall asleep and i was like no she was possessed night. by that weird dude yeah they broke up yeah. when she was possessed and then like three <laughs> episodes later they're like you're still feeling upset because you broke up with neelix and like, we were like wait what wait what she wait what broke up with him when she was possessed by something yeah and i did find out that there was a scene where that they got break cut. up, but they cut the scene. Yeah. So, it, they, but like the show never addresses it. They're no. Just like this couple that has been established for like two and a half seasons. They just broke up. They broke up, but they're okay. No big deal. <laughs> they're not worried. They're about moving it. on. Neelix <laughs> wants to become a Starfleet officer. Kess wants to. I don't know. Fuck every guy that's out there. But then, like this episode, this season has had some really good episodes yeah. too. So it's 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 crazy. It's a wild ride. It's a wild <laughs> ride. <laughs> Seven and nine's coming soon, so we're gonna see. How I'm that. excited about that. You never know about Chakotay and Janeway. You never know about Chakotay. You and never Janeway. know what's happening there because he went ahead and fucked the Borg chick. Yeah, he was like, "Why not? Why not?" <laughs> Which is weird because he's obsessive over Janeway. Obs well, wouldn't you be? 
yeah she's that was, awesome that was a one uh, we gotta really wrap it up I do wanna bring up okay. that one episode there's an episode I, you know for a 25 year old show there's, a, there's an episode where Janeway and Chakotay yeah. get quarantined on, an, on a planet together yeah. And like it's very, and it's they're very like nobody else is gonna come here. We're here permanently now, yeah. and so of course it's a man and woman, and they're like, oh, all right. Well, and it, it is an incredibly charged episode yeah. of like, are they gonna do? And like Chakotay is ready from the beginning. Oh, from the get. <laughs> like he's like, but first he's thing, always had the hots for her. Yeah. Though. First thing I'm gonna do is build you a tub for your sexy times. <laughs> And she's like, I'm going to go get some bugs to like yeah. see if I can cure us. And he's like, sexy times first. And now let me make you a bed. Yeah, and let me give you a back massage. So yeah, like, it's... Whoa. Whoa. But what was the <laughs> best part of that whole show Yeah, is at the very end, yeah. like right before something is they get mm-hmm. consummated, mm-hmm. they get rescued, mm-hmm. they get the cure, and they come back and it's like nothing happened. Brutal. Janeway is ice cold to him. And he's ice cold right back. Like yeah. professional. It is brutal. And is the most Oh, oh it was it was gold. I don't know. It if, was gold. I loved that scene. I don't know if people appreciate or at the time right. how <laughs> incredible that scene. Because yeah. like nothing really happens. Yeah. She's just like, okay, you need to do this uh, yeah. scan. And he's like, yep. I'll get that right to yes, you, Captain. Yes, Captain, I'll get on that. Yeah. And? And it was brutal. I loved it. Loved it. I loved it. Yeah, so so that one episode with, like, yeah. Paris and Bellana was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we'll leave you to go. Uh, we're piloting the pilots. We release when we release. Yeah, as uh, always, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else my podcast may be had. If you want to contact us, we're on Twitter. Sometimes. My prediction for Babylon 5 is Deep Space Nine for cool people. <laughs> cool people, I mean nerds, but like more nerdy. <laughs> it's like elite Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. So nerdier than Star Trek? If that's possible. If that's possible. We'll find out next week. We love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>